Okay, so welcome to the Think Education podcast. Today is a very different uh, type of conversation. I'm joined by a young friend of mine uh, who I used to coach um, on his baseball team a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, we are sat in his house in Dubai. Now, I'm going to let Mason introduce himself in a second. But today, we are going to talk about, well, your love of Roman everything, right? It's not just yeah. history, your love of Roman everything. Um, so how about you introduce yourselves? Um, how old are you? So I'm basically 10. I'm nine, but in a few months. In a few months, close enough. So almost 10. Okay. Um, and where, where are you from? I'm from the U.S. and Czech Republic. The U.S. and Czech Republic. Okay. Um, I'm around a quarter Czech or something like that. Okay, a quarter Czech and three quarters American. Yes. Okay, all right, cool. And you've been in Dubai for how long? I've been in Dubai for my whole life, so the the whole ten years. The whole ten years. Okay, so this is kind of so I'm I'm. Uh, I did a lot of Roman and Greek stuff when I was a little, right? It's, it's pretty common mm-hmm. for English kids to grow yeah. up reading all these different types of books. But you're uh, an American Czech kid who lives in Dubai and probably loves Roman history more than I do. And I've got a degree in this stuff. So why did you, how did you start this? Where did your interest in Roman everything come from? My start was definitely in year three. Because um, that's whenever I first got really excited in history, whenever I first started learning about the Vikings. And after that, I knew that they, the best thing to learn are the best civilizations in history. So what's better to, than to start at the best? And the best is? Probably the Romans Probably or Rome. the Greeks. Okay. Or the Egyptians. Uh-huh. You never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, okay, cool. And so you started with Vikings, you moved through to Romans. Um, do you do this at school? Like, do you, yes, do you learn it I at do. school? Right now I'm learning about the Egyptians for the past, like, five, probably five months ago. Or last month I was starting to learn about the Anglo-Saxons and how come that they started in Germany and Scandinavia. So close. They were basically Norsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, well, it, I loved it. Yeah, okay. And we did something to the parents. Like, they would come into our school and we made these. So, you know, a science fair, how come that they would have those, like, blocks? Yep. We did that, but um, on any subject. And me and my best friend chose the Anglo-Saxons. We loved them. And you did a whole presentation? Yes, a whole presentation. I've actually done three presentations on them. Okay. All right, cool. So um, you wanted to tell me something about, because we've had a lot of conversations, me and you, about, about Roman history, and, and I know you've got a couple of Roman artifacts, and, and we talk about different things that they do. And you wanted to tell me today about, you said it's your favorite moment yes. in Roman history? Yes, yes. Which is, that's a pretty, that's a pretty bold claim, right? Because there's a lot of, of good ones we could pick. Mm-hmm. So if this one's your favorite, do you have runners up? Runners up, definitely, definitely. Okay, but this one today, we're going with number one, right? Number yes. one civilization, number, number one, one moment. All right. Number one civilization, number one moment. Take it away then, what have you got? Okay, so the reason I like this is because of how come that it shows 
how much a small civilization from a group of farmers could evolve into who knows uh-huh. like they start as a group of farmers and then they move their way up into the ranks and they conquer half of Europe or more maybe mm-hmm. and this is the that's the reason why because it showed how much they could do okay so you you know who Boudicca is right I do yes it's do. funny though because where where when I grew up I always thought or I heard the name of Bodicea so yeah, it gets pronounced different ways right that's because um, the the Ikeni and all that they would say Budicea because they pronounce it with the C. But the Romans they would, for example, Julius Caesar they they would actually say Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. So the Britons called him Julius Caesar. Yeah. The Romans didn't. Okay. Fair enough. So, what happens then? So, Bodicea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep calling her Bodicea. You can call her Bodicea. Okay. It doesn't matter. But we know it's the same lady. Yeah. Yeah. Massively successful warrior. Yes. Red hair. Yeah, yeah. Red okay. hair definitely frightened many Romans, but... Do you know why she frightened Romans? Because she did. <laughs> I don't know why, probably. Probably because of how come that she crucified many other Romans she definitely invaded a lot mm-hmm. and whenever she was angered because i think he, her father died or something mm-hmm. they were taken under they were taken captive by the romans that definitely whipped her up mm-hmm. like the romans whip her up she could whip up a rebellion yeah so that's what she did basically mm-hmm. and whenever she did she gathered many people in different tribes. They were probably up 101 whenever some 101,000 and then somebody just somebody probably just made a big accident and then that one died. Okay, all right. It, probably. All right. So which which is your exact favorite moment then? Favorite moment? My favorite moment is probably whenever she came out with her famous war cry. Okay. So it's it's about how come that the Britons back then were used to women leaders. They had many of them. Mm-hmm. And said that she was just as good as her father. Mm-hmm. She was as good as a man, basically. Okay. Yeah. Even though she was woman. Yeah. Like... She just striked fear into other people mm. by how positive in winning he she was. Okay. Did the Romans have female leaders? No. No. Did the Romans have female warriors? They probably might have. Probably not. Okay. Because the women probably... Their job was to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Not to go out. Yeah. No, the Romans had a very clear idea of mm-hmm. what women did and what men yes. did. Yes. So and, so like, the women were probably, like, the a higher version of a slave. Mm. So they were, like, the more advanced version okay. of Okay. Do you think one of the reasons the Romans were afraid of Bodicea, then, is because she's something very, very different? Yes. If what they think of women 
is mm-hmm. a particular way, mm-hmm. and then you see this warrior yeah, who so, can do anything she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, they got really scared because they were like, "Why is this woman going crazy? Mm. Like, she shouldn't <clears throat> be like this." And then they knew that there was something special, probably. Mm. So do you know? So you said you're right. They she got captured, and members of her family were killed. Killed. Members of her family were abused and very yes. badly treated by the Romans. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny because when you read a lot of history, you hear usually one side of the story. Yes, right? totally. Which is so we can tell the story two ways, right? One is the Romans faced this crazy person. Yes. Okay. Or the Britons tried to rebellion. Exactly. Or you've got. A woman who has her children murdered, her father yes. killed, she's taken as a slave or, to these people from another country, mm-hmm. and she wants to fight back. So, mm-hmm. who's the hero? The hero should have been Boudicca. Right. Depends who, depends who tells the story, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, so the original person who told the story was a historian. It might have been a lie because his father was in the war. Okay. And so. Have you heard the saying that history is written by the victors? Yes. Yeah. So if you're if you're the Roman Empire, you're gonna tell this story in a way which makes her different, makes her mm-hmm. weird, makes her dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. And so the Romans have to kill her, right? Because mm-hmm. they have to keep their control. But if you're a Briton, mm-hmm. you're gonna tell this story where she's a, an outlaw, she's a rebel, she's you know she's trying to defend her people. For both sides of the story, for their own perspective, it's right. Yes, right. It just depends totally. on it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was little, in one of the parts of England where I, I, I grew up, is one of the possible burial sites of Bodicea. So I remember. I think being, I might know. It's yeah? Like in this one train station under one aisle. I know. <laughs> so, I've, I've heard about it being there. So there are lots of possible burial. It sites. could be in the House of Parliament. <laughs> it could be anywhere, truly, and it doesn't really matter. Right? She's, she's just somewhere in England. Yes. So what's your favourite bit then? The, the war cry. So is your favourite bit of Roman history when somebody stood up to the Romans? Yes, because I mean like... Okay. It shows how come that people don't care if they're amazing. They just want to do it because they have the right to do it. Okay. And how come that... The Romans were definitely cruel. They were definitely rotten. Yeah, the wrong Romans, right? Yeah, sure. We've all read that book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, um, like, it just shows how come that anybody could face up to any challenge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've got the... And you've got to think, the Roman Empire, as you know, is massive, right? It's, it's enormous. It's this whole machine of... of <laughs> You know, yes. Obviously, it got too big, and that's why it collapsed. Yes, because they split into the eastern and western. The eastern fell, and then the western was taken over by Turkish people. Yes, Ottomans. Yes, yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So we've got we've got um, a powerful, charismatic female warrior who has been. Um, she's fighting against an invading force. Mm-hmm. Right, and she becomes this this thing of hope, right? This this thing of resistance. She's she becomes a, a big like Star figure. Wars, like Star Wars. Oh, she right. becomes a big figure, and then whenever she does, she becomes something myth bad and happens. legend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've got uh, you've got a group of people who are standing up to the Romans, and you've got the Romans trying to quell the rebellion or trying to squash the rebellion, mm-hmm. right? 
Okay, so do you, what else do you know about it? What, what else do you like about this period? Um, is, I like... Is this, is, part, is this part of your school presentation? Or... No, no right? most you of did... the time I did them on the Anglo-Saxons because of, yeah. Okay, but without Bodicea, we wouldn't have Anglo-Saxons. Yeah. In a kind of long way of, of looking at it. All right, okay. But, but Bodicea wasn't an Anglo-Saxon. No, she wasn't. No, no. She was a... Celt. Yes. So, do you know much about um, how the Romans did in terms of conquering Britain? Yes, I did. How did they the do The reason a... why was because um, scouts found out, they told Julius Caesar and all that, that there was a really high supply of, I think, iron, mm. probably some gold and other really valuable things. Yeah, mining stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so, whenever they set up there, they didn't have that much people because they only conquered France by that time, or Julius Caesar did. And I feel like you're only allowed to withdraft 10,000 troops to each area, basically. <clears throat> okay. Or that's what I heard about. Right, okay. And so they only had 10,000 troops to fight, and of course they lost, they came back, they, were, they focused on building up a bigger empire after that. And so whenever they did... They started to focus on one area called Gaul, mm. and they were really dangerous because of other Celt tribes and tribes and other crazy things that you never know. Because um, the Celts, the women in the Celts were obviously really strong. Mm-hmm. I've heard about how come that um, a poem uh, written by some Roman who said how terrifying a woman was compared with um, um, Gaulish men. They mm. would swing their arms around side to side and bash everybody. Yeah. So if a Celt man brought out his his wife, it would have been bad. Yeah, okay. So it's funny because the, the Romans also... I mean, the Romans, they went everywhere, right? Yes. Pretty much everywhere that they could go to. And... They were. They found everybody that they went. They thought they were weird, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody's different from them. Because every, um, the word barbarian, they created basically. No nope. Greeks. Oh yeah, basically the Greeks or the Romans, whoever they said it. Yeah. Um, the reason why they call it barbarian is because it sounds like a sheep. Baba. Barbaros. Yeah. Yes. Greek. Yeah. Barbaros. Yeah. Absolutely. And. That made them feel strange. Yeah. Like, they thought that it was strange. Yeah. And the Romans thought it was weird that people wore trousers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And painted themselves blue. And had long hair. Yes. Yeah. Mo- and they didn't wear helmets in battle. And they didn't wear helmets they, in battle. Yeah. They cared about... the. I can't even care about their hair, care more than <laughs> being safe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right. So, we've got, we've got... Your favorite moment is... That despite how big an empire gets, and despite how powerful an empire gets, right? How rich they are, everything, you can still stand up to them. Mm-hmm. So the little guy, can, or little girl, mm-hmm. right, in this case, yes. can still stand up to the big yes. bully, right? So that's a really cool thing to, to think about in that the Romans brought a lot of good things to the world, right? They brought baths and yes. sanitation and literature and technology mm-hmm. you were telling me about the first laser ray right before no it was not a laser ray no what um, was it so the greeks they created this 
the first ever flamethrower. Because you, I thought you would tell me about the, the bronze shield. The bronze shield. When you reflect the light. Yes, um, that was also created by the Greeks. Yeah. It was something where they would reflect the light from the sun with these giant mirrors, and then they would reflect, and that was basically a solar ray. Solar ray. And then they would light the wood. Yeah. Yeah. So even with all the advances that the Romans built and the stuff they took from the Greeks and they moved through and, and everything they brought with us, even if it's that big and powerful, the desire to fight for your own country and your own land is still going to be... Yes. And we still know her name. Uh-huh. Right? How, how many years ago was this, roughly? It was in 51 AD, I think, or something so like that. So 2,000 years ago, yes. more or less, right? We still know her name. That's pretty cool. Even though she was on the losing side. Ah, say it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because mostly was. the winners get remembered. That's true. And that's mostly because they write down the stories. Yes. So if you, if you win and you write the story, you can kind of tell it however you want to, right? Mm-hmm. More or less, I guess, right? Okay, cool. Um, all right, then. So let's just, before we finish, can you, any other cool Roman facts or cool things you know about? I'm, you know lots of things about Romans, yes. but I mean... If you had to think of another cool fact or a cool story about Romans, what would you what would you say? Romulus and Remus. Romulus and you Remus. You have to start from the start. Okay. And who are they? So Romulus and Remus were the founders of Rome. Mm-hmm. And what happened was one time in this one c- city, I think it was called like Latinum or something. Mm-hmm. No, probably wasn't, but. Um, they, their dad didn't want to get overthrown by them, so he attempted to kill them by putting them in a river. Mm-hmm. But a she-wolf found them in the river and adapted them like their own. Mm-hmm. And whenever they did, they became really powerful. And as you can guess, Romulus and Remus, which one sounds better? Romulus for Rome? Or Remus for Rome. Probably Romulus. Yes. And that's what it's named after. Because hmm. older, I think it was Remus who was captured by another um, civilization. What happened was whenever they were captured, he was captured, Remus. Romulus found all the like shepherds and men that he could... To get armed, and then he won the war. He won the battle. And after that, they thought, hey, let's create this really cool civilization of our own. Mm -hmm. And whenever they did, everything fell apart, and they started a fight Uh to decide where they should put it and who should be the ruler. And Romulus sadly killed Remus. And that's why it's named after him, Rom, Rule, Rome. Mm-hmm. And if Romulus died and Remus won, they probably could have been called the Reem, the Remans, Remans <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a um, little bit like the Bodicea, right? You've got mm-hmm. the fact that families are fighting. There's mm-hmm. something going wrong. One doesn't want, one doesn't want, one. And then you, you get rid of the kids. The kids survive. Mm-hmm. And from that, they build something... Something yes. massive, right? Okay, have you seen... Because you've been to Rome, right? Yes. Have you seen the statue of uh, Romulus and Remus no, with the, the she-wolf? Okay, you can check that out next time. I'm going to. Very probably. cool, very cool. 
All right, excellent. Um, so that's a nice little start to our Roman conversation. Next time we'll talk about, don't know, something else, right? You yes. have lots of other topics we can talk about. But for today, a family trouble can lead to the creation of the empire. Mm-hmm. And don't pick on girls. Yes. Right? Don't pick on girls because girls are powerful or, and girls can rule empires yes. too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Awesome. Um, you know any Latin? No. No? no. What about... Um, All I know are the fa- is the famous quote by, jo- by Julius, Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. All right, go ahead. What is it? Et tu brute. That means you two Brutus and Brutus was basically the adopted son uh-huh. of Julius Caesar and... He teamed up with a team of assassinations to kill him. Yeah. And then after that, whenever Julius Caesar died, um, I think the general, another general, came in, swooped in, and then beat the assassinators in a battle. And then, yeah. Yeah. Which is a great story, except it's not true. It might be. Because he never said et tu Brutus. That, that comes was from by Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, yes. yeah. But he, you never know. You he never said, know. He said, and you, my son. Hmm. Which is kind of even worse, right? Yeah. It even, makes it even sadder. So the other one, the other Caesar one is Veni, Vidi, Vici. Oh, yeah. That means I came, I saw, I conquered. All right. I've heard that. Excellent. So on that note, Mason came, he saw, he conquered. His first podcast. Awesome. Excellent job, buddy. We'll talk to you again next time. Come on.